0: We love it. They make it so easy. And we have a link in our show notes for you. Thanks. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hi there. I'm Manya. And I'm Terry. And And together we are Project BFF. BFF. (laughs) And we're both so excited to say it. And this is our podcast, Friendshipable. And today's topic is... How do I make friends as an adult? So, yeah, Terry, take first, it away. How do we, we make friends? I know an adult. what we talked about is so. How you know what
1: is? How do we make friends as adult? As an adult, versus how we did it in childhood. Yeah, where we found our childhood friends, and um, you know, for me, thinking about the topic it brought me back to forming you know, like elementary school and then, and it was all different elementary school, making friendships there and then high school and then college. But, um, you know, so making, making friends as, so I'll start, we'll start at the, the beginning as a child. Yes. Um. So I remember, you know, either, we were all put in, well, we were all in one classroom, and then we all went out to play at lunchtime with one another, and um, that even as kids, kids kind of select who their friends are gonna be, and who their best friend is gonna be, and who they're not gonna be friendly with. But but for the most part, kids can kind of start as as a whole unit with that, and kind of sort things out a little bit. what do you think, what do you, how, do, how do you kind of think of the order of all of this when you think of friendship as a child or forming friendships in, in childhood?
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think making friendships as a child can be a little easier for some people mm-hmm. because as as we know, and we have said on many different episodes, you know, building a friendship just requires time together essentially and some sort of shared interest or shared connection Mm -hmm. so you know being in the same class playing on the same equipment in the playground these are shared interests and you're just spending a lot of time together I think the key for kids especially is especially if you're young and you get recessed together it's that you're getting to spend time together right and you're getting a lot of that time now we talk about it as if it is easier to make friends in, in when you're young. And Not for as many easy. people it is, yeah. uh, but still for some people, it, even with shared interests and time together, it can be a little bit of a challenge to um, make friends and find someone that you feel you've got that spark with, that connection. Right,
1: right. It's, I found some kind of fun comparisons too. There was a, a Buzzfeed um, article from, Oh, from, from a few years ago, but it was finding the potential pals. And so mm-hmm. one example is as a kid, you had the choi- chance to make friends in school during after school activities and, and anything your parents signed you up for. Yes. But as an adult, you may have way fewer opportunities and your choices are pretty much work and um, and the like. And then, you know, who you meet at different, you, you know, up. Op- different events and things like that. So it is really kind of, you know, and as a kid, your parents would help you make a new friend and invite them over through the afternoon. And as grownups, we don't have, we don't have somebody, you know, kind of going, Oh, I know who will be a good friend for you. Let me call them. And them yes. Them over.
0: So, um, that is, but, that is very true. It's a little, um, as adults, we don't really get that extra little leg yeah, up. And somebody yeah. And, you know some people are members of clubs or they do sporting activities they're on a softball team or mm-hmm. they do volunteer work and you know that is a way outside of work to find your people as an adult to you know presumably if you're you've joined a sports league or you're you've got some sort of extracurricular activity, it's something you like to do and you are therefore meeting other people who like to do the thing that you like to do. And right. then, you know, it's a matter of that, you know, spending those hours with them at some point, getting to know them and then whether or not there is that spark, that connection, because um, we've all had that experience of meeting people who do something uh-huh. we love, uh-huh. and spending a lot of time with them. And just still somehow, for whatever reason, not connecting, because there just isn't that unknown element, um, that spark.
1: It's funny, the whole, in thinking about this, the whole um, of it being in school and being kids and making friends, it really kind of intrigues me because... what I'm about to say makes me sound like an expert, but because we know what it's like as an adult, and it, I'm, no, I'm no expert on that. But it makes me think of the teachers that we all had when we were kids, of the teachers being able to see certain things that wasn't a good mix, or people who kids who weren't getting along with one another, yeah. that their observations on the same thing of kids making friends. Um, but I, I thought of a question for you and okay. for the both of us and for everybody, are you still friends with anybody you knew in elementary school?
0: Not, and not really. that
1: that has anything to do with the lo- the longevity of a childhood friendship, but, uh, or no. related to adulthood, but I'm just curious. Yeah. No. I'm not, there, I, anyway.
0: there are a few people that if I saw them, yeah. I would be very friendly with, because we were friends in grade school, but we have, I do not have any of those friendships that I have um, maintained since childhood. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I was just curious, because some people do, mostly it's, it's high school, some, and then college, obviously. So yeah, yeah.
0: We well, you know, um, speaking of friends in high school, so I recently went to a, not actually pre-COVID, went to a um, high school reunion, uh-huh. and kind of reconnected with some people, um, some of whom I had been friends with in high school, and some of whom were people that I knew, I, but I wasn't particularly close to. You know, right. there was they, you know, they weren't frenemies, they weren't enemies, they weren't friends, they just were lovely people who are around me. And then going to the reunion, I got to know them better as an adult adult, and feel like they're, they're new friends, because we weren't really friends before. But they're also old friends, because we've already known each other for many, many years.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So you're bridging something that there, that's a very long bridge, because you've got those common memories, and everybody yes. lived their lives in between. So um, yeah, I think of um, some of the the people who were friends, and, and this relates to adulthood, too, is, you know, in hindsight, that if we're not that friendly anymore, just kind of looking at, oh, well, that's probably why, like, the you know, some of the friends in grade school, I can think of, well, how come our friendship didn't last? It's like, oh yeah, that was because this happened or that happened or things like that. The same thing still happens as an adult. We just handle it differently. Although I guess our, the adults around us at the time could probably tell us how we did handle some of those challenges, um, as a kid.
0: You know, I'm, studying French. I love the language. I'm not formally studying it. But it's something I'm always kind of playing around with. And I always think about there's a there's a point here. Just okay. Just follow me here. There's a point. (laughs) Um, I always think about how we learn language as a child. Mm -hmm. We learn a language at the same time we're learning about the world. Our parents, our family they're speaking to us and when you look and you say oh look a kitty there's some adult in your life who's going to repeat back yes that's a kitty cat what color is the kitty cat uh-huh. so you get this constant reinforcement or ideally you get this kind of reinforcement as you're learning the language as an adult You don't get that same kind of support when you're learning a language, because as an adult, if you said in a different language, Oh, look, there's a kitty. No other adult would say, yes, that is a kitty. What color is the kitty? So, (laughs) Or you would have to specifically ask somebody to do that for them to do that. Um, But what you do have as an adult learning a language is a knowledge of the world. So you can gather clues from context, in a way that you can't as a child. And I think of friendship, making friends kind of in the same way. Like as a child, you're getting a lot of support, whether it's from family. um, I mean, ideally you are getting this Mm -hmm. support from family and teachers Mm -hmm. who are encouraging people to play together and to be nice with each other. As you are learning about the world, you are learning about relationships and what it means to make friends. Yeah, yeah. As an adult, you know, a lot of that stuff, maybe not all of it, but we know a lot of that stuff because we've had years of relationships behind us. So we we don't have someone who's usually encouraging us along, but we have that context Mm -hmm. to be able to um, know when we meet somebody, if they might be a fit or they might not be a fit or then um, to think about, Oh, maybe I want this person to be my friend. So it's not a perfect analogy, but I do think about the sort of differences between when you're a kid and you're, you're learning everything at the same time, you're doing all of these things. Mm -hmm. And as an adult, you don't need to learn it, but you've got that context and you. Yeah. I don't know how well that metaphor holds up, but there you go. What
1: I, get out of what you just described is as a kid we have in our parents or the adults in our lives we've got a guide and a coach to kind of tell you that well that was the right thing or the the thing to do in when that happens is this or things like that and so ideally as we get older and we build on some of those direction that we, that we received and maybe rely on it until as we get older and the world gets bigger, um, it, the, same, the same, not rule doesn't apply, but the same guidance doesn't apply. But right. we're now at a point where we can take part of that or not and kind of formulate it into, all right, what does apply here? and What should be the things that I should do here um, to reinforce it for the next time for ourselves. So, um, so that's, that's almost like paying it forward, taking what little, taking what you, you gained as a child and applying it to um, or adapting it to when you need it, when you're an adult.
0: Right. Yep. And you know, if, not everybody did get that guide and coach from their parents or teachers for all sorts of reasons. And um, it can feel harder to make friends as an adult because you are also still learning about what does it mean to make friends? So, um, you know, for, I know it can be frustrating when you feel like it's difficult to make friends or know how to connect, but Mm -hmm. for some people it's, it's, as simple as not having that guidance or the training when you, when you're young or, um, or having it, but just not being able to internalize it and understand it. Um, Because we know as kids at some point you stop listening to your parents and, you know, and sometimes they'll say something, but it's hard and you don't want to do it. So, um, but as adults, you know, I think the thing about making friends as an adult, I think it's easy to Look at other people and think that person has it all together. Look, that woman is hanging out with that group of women and they look fabulous and they must have been friends forever, and how easy it must be for them. Mm -hmm. And oh, look, that person, it looks like she just made a new friend. That's it's obviously so easy for her and it's not easy for me. And that's one of those things, right? We that we as adults can often do is look at other people and think, oh, this thought must not occur to them or it must be easy because it looks like it's easy for them but we all can struggle at different times and you know I know that people can look at me and think you know look at that great friendship Manya and Terry have but Mm -hmm. I can tell you about times when I felt like I didn't have a friend Mm -hmm. and I can tell you about times when I felt like I really had to work to Mm -hmm. build up some relationships Mm -hmm. um not with you Terry we just sort of Connected, and once we started talking boom um, but you know, I guess i'm wanting to we we're talking about how to make friends as an adult, and it can be hard, and it can be hard for a whole host of reasons and I guess I'm just wanting to remind our listeners that just because it looks like it's easy for other people it it wasn't always for some people, it probably is, but for a lot of people, it isn't easy and um, you just don't see that, right? right? Because we just don't, we as humans don't show that part of ourselves to others.
1: Well, and we as humans always think that somebody else has figured it out before we have. <laughs> so, or, is, or has found the key to success of it more than we have, because we, we're we just kind of, because that's what we do first. It is like, how did they got it? I can't get it um but i think but that goes exactly to your point of um just because it looks like somebody had an easier time of it that doesn't mean they did and even if it appears that it could also mean that it took them a long time to get for it to be that easy yeah there's, there's all different levels of it but so that's you know that in that a lot of a lot of ways that's the same as childhood our parents and our or the adults in our lives probably had a lot more not influence but they observed it going back to what we were talking about we had most of us had adults observing what was going on in our friendships yeah um, and or not and so I wouldn't want to be you know having to make friends in grade school now with the with social media being a part of it too but that's a whole other conversation.
0: Yeah. You know, guys, we we are targeted to adult
1: mm-hmm. uh, women
0: <laughs> because early on I realized I have no idea how teenagers and kids navigate relationships with social media right now. It is so different from when we were growing up. Mm-hmm. So we're not, we are ignoring you, but we're not ignoring you ignoring because you. we just, right. you know, at some point we'll get someone on the team who's younger than us and who knows these things, but it's not something I can navigate naturally. Social media to me came when I already had my friends as an adult.
1: Yes, exactly. Um, they came with, right. We all have that power, so.
0: Yeah, yeah. and yeah. you know, talking about, is it easy for people to become friends or it looks like it's easy? You know, I want to also recommend if you are so inclined, to go to our website, project-bff.com, and read. We've got some interviews with some amazing women. And these are women who are incredibly accomplished. And from the outside, you would expect everything in their life to just have been perfect. And... I'm so grateful people have been so honest and open and sharing their stories and sharing where they've struggled with friendships. So you can, you know, if you're feeling like you're the only one, that's a great place to read about the fact that you aren't the only one who experienced something as a child or who's thinking about things now um, in a different way. So I just recommend reading our interviews with awesome women. And there'll be some more coming, but we've got some great ones in the... Um, on the website now.
1: That's a great reminder because that's what's very impactful about those interviews is uh, so many of these women have accomplished so much in their lives, but to realize that they had the same as a child and as a teen, they had same a lot of the same challenges and insecurities that all of us have. Yeah. Um,
0: and uh,
1: yeah, so thank you for. Um, reminding reminding all of us to take a second look at those that's that's very helpful so
0: I, I, I'm the one who actually does those interviews and I love it precisely yeah. because um, I learned something from every one of the women that I talk to and from everyone that I've talked to I also hear something that reminds me of of me. Oh, I did that as a child or, Oh, I thought that too. And, um, you know, or I was afraid of that thing too. So it's, uh, you know, I have found a great deal of value in this content and we hope that you do as well.
1: Yeah. Well, in the moment or two, we have left, um, you know, yeah, we're, we're talking about the making friendships as adults versus as a child. And, I don't know if um, some of it crosses over or what would or maybe what each one of us who's listening could probably, you know, we talked about the the women we've spoken to and, you know, what they talked about, the difference between where they are now and and their um, their friendships as kids. Maybe all of us can kind of take a little bit away from this of saying, you know, what has been our experience, what has been. You know our childhood experience and what have we brought into adulthood and and what's still um what do we still want to accomplish in our friendships in adulthood
0: oh that's a great question what do we still want to accomplish with our friendships in adulthood and you know if you're like me you're like terry or like a lot of people i know you're probably really tired right now just so many things in your life right? There may be work, there may be family, which could be kids or parents that you're taking care of, Um, you know, on top of the things you like to do, the activities you like to engage in, and time for yourself, oh, and also making food for dinner and sleeping and all of those things. And sometimes it can feel like there isn't time for making new friendships. But there is, if, if it is something that you want and you want to prioritize, you absolutely can do that. So I like the idea of thinking, what do we want from our friendships? Do we yeah. do we want new friendships? How do we want to strengthen our existing friendships? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So,
1: exactly.
0: And, you know, one way to strengthen an existing friendship is a... <laughs> fun gift and here comes a little pitch a little plug everybody we have got friendshipable merchandise we've got um, a drinking glass we've got a mug we've got a tote we've got a t-shirt branded for friendshipable and we would love for you to show your love for us and for your friends with um, one of these items there's a link in the show notes and with that, I guess I want to say thank you, Terry, for once again, a fabulous conversation about friendships and what do you want to leave our listeners with before we go?
1: Well, first and back at you, thank you for a good conversation. And um, what I'd like to leave everybody with is just, you know, joining the conversation, thinking about um you know, just where your friendship is. And like we, we had mentioned earlier, just, you know, what your goals for your friendship might be, what you love about your friendships, it's all encompassing, but just focusing on your friendships. Um, so leave you with
0: that. Excellent. Thank you everyone for joining us. And we'll um, talk to you at our next episode. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.